Welcome once again to Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast. We're going to keep it pretty brief here. Hello, Vince. How's it going? I'm good. Not this brief. Yeah, like thanks, I'm bringing you thanks in. Thanks for right. finally bringing me into the show. <laughs> Record pace. Before I get started, again, I want to say thank you to all the sport. We had a uh, an open practice at Bank of California Stadium. A great success. I How think many people I, were there, Max? I said 5,000. I was told later it's probably about half of that, but it felt like 5,000. See, I can't trust you anymore. I thought you. Were I was told by a reliable source whose name will not go. Counted. No, it felt like five thousand. It was big. Line. It was. Uh, it was pretty incredible. So uh, a lot of people came up again asking about the podcast and yourself. So uh, can I? I got for, to take for some, those people that that were expecting to see me there. I apologize. I thought I was going to have to be there well up until Friday, and then when I found out I wasn't, and I knew the week that we have upcoming, which you were going to tell people about. Uh, I decided to take the day off. It's a busy. You should. Yeah. Everyone. First of all, I got, I got away for a little bit. Got away for, from Long Beach for a little bit. So, everyone who uh, follows the club and our fans, just keep this in mind because no one's going to tell you how much they work. I'll speak on their behalf because I have probably a, the lighter work week amongst the LAFC regulars. <laughs> this is a fact. But everyone works Monday through Fridays, and during the season, it's there's a game on the weekend, and there's usually prep, and there's usually something you do before and after. So usually it's a seven day a week job yeah for sure let's say six at the very least especially when you you feel invested i mean you feel invested yeah. you can't I say i can't on, i get arguments on twitter I, i'm clearly invested this is a tough job from everyone you see with the exception of me i'm i'm more of a standard five day a week guy <laughs> maybe stri- four max punches the clock <laughs> and that clock is at 11 a.m to 3 p.m <laughs> i was not aware that there was a a, a clock punch so um, but anyway, everyone I'll works. have to show you where it is. <laughs> Case in point, we have a very busy weekend coming this week, which we'll talk about no, you, I think in a should, moment. You should tell. Before I get, I want to mention, we need a little help. We're going to be getting good numbers for the podcast. We need some reviews. Rate and review the podcast. It really helps. Those numbers show uh, the growth. So every single review counts. I think we're like less than 100. So if we can get over 100, I'd yeah. be really pumped. And I'll make it, I'll, I'll make it worth your while, whatever that means. 79 right now, 79 or 80. Yes. Um, it's only twenty people. That's twenty people. Let's get it to one hundred. Max Preto has personally said he will. Let's get it to one hundred. Case in point: make at it worth your while. Fields LA after the uh, open practice, I get offered a lot of beverages by the great LAFC fans, and I've started to turn them and down. Finish every single one. I finished every single one. Sometimes it's a beer and a sidecar. But last last time, as That's I was leaving the stadium, lingo. I know. I like that. <laughs> as I was leaving. I got a round of beers for seven or eight people. Oh. Felt good. And I'll do it again. You tell me you left a review and you're on a spot and you tell me the review, I'll get you a beer. Can I just Wherever say, we are. Hearing you say that you got some people beer reminds me of a conversation we had a long, long time ago. Where you were, ta- more, where you were talking about I had to go home. Where you were talking about Max Max Bredos net worth and you could look it up on Google. <laughs> it said Max Bredos net worth copious amounts of money and i thought that was the coolest thing ever we don't know what copious amounts of money is it's it could be anything but that's might be the cool like if you looked in your bank account and it just said copious amounts of money yes i'm pretty good with money i would say i've I've been pretty savvy through the years but it's not copious copious amounts (laughs) it's not copious by any means so uh yeah make sure save your money put your money away for a rainy day or for retirement yeah, even and if, if you see your twenties, maybe hit him up. He might buy you a drink. I'll get you if you need a little relief. I'll get you a drink, but leave a review. That's all I ask. Well, now, now tell the people how they can also again, besides maybe you buying them a drink, tell them how oh they my, can. This uh, is probably a bad time to say this because I'll probably see a I lot know. of you this weekend. Now, now that now that you uh, have said that you might buy people a drink, tell them how they can actually see us. In there person. is a okay. I'm going to limit it at twenty drinks. So if there's a, the reviews of past, I think that's fair. That's, I think that's fair. All right, that's I might more than I fair. might fake a few of the numbers. All right, so. <laughs> As we know, 
LAFC does not play until October 24th, which is next Thursday. There are MLS Cup playoff games beginning on the 19th and 20th this weekend. And I strongly urge you to watch as many MLS Cup playoffs. I think on the 19th, there's games all day. And there's a couple games on Sunday, including the game uh, that we are connected to, the 4-5 game in the Western Conference, Minnesota, LA Galaxy. Watch it. So it's really fun. This is a new playoff. 90 minutes, seasons are over. That first opening round is as exciting as it gets in this league. So really enjoy it. And relieve, be relieved that we're not in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> now you can sit back and go, okay. I'm... I just want to see Carnage. Just isn't fear it, chaos. Isn't that amazing? I'm kind of excited for that, yeah. Every game we see, and we're not affected by it. We don't have to have our hearts pumping and racing. This is what the regular season helped create. So we get to see all these teams. Half of them will not be around by the end of the weekend. So enjoy. And that's all. There's a, there are six games? Six? Yes. Six games. That's a lot. Six single elimination games. What other sport gives you that over two days? Except for the NCAA tournament. Professional sport. Yeah, right. professional sports. So on the 19th, we're trying something pretty new. We're really excited about it. We will be taking over Gelegetza from 3 o'clock till about 5 or 6 and doing our first live remote. Live remote. Inside LAFC podcast. Yeah, remote live podcast. Three to, so we'll, we will be there. Max and I will be there in that window 3 to 5. The podcast itself, maybe 4 to 5. We'll do about an hour. Who knows? Maybe longer. Uh, we are planning on having some special guests. We cannot reveal them now. <laughs> However, Max and I, it out. Max and I are, are pretty good guests. I, I would say. I think just to see us and have some fun and some good food. Well, and to incentivize you a little bit more, I was given about four autographed items to to uh, incentivize people to come. We're going to do a little trivia. So if you come out, there's a chance you could do trivia. I will tell you one thing for sure that I have is a signed. What are they, like a glossy 8 by 10 Yeah. Carlos Vela photo. Carlos Vela, just him and his autograph. Just Carlos on, Vela, great photo on a, on a nice photograph that literally you put that in a frame and that is yours. That can be yours. So we're going to, throughout the week, we are going to reveal maybe the special guest, maybe some more things, maybe maybe some cool stuff for you guys that come out to Gilligetza. But uh, I would say that alone. You come for that alone. And, and then tell us a little bit about the food. Yeah. The Oaxacan food. I saw that there was like six different types of mole. I know there's like, in the in the grand scheme of things, there's mole upon mole upon mole. There's like yes. 200 different types, right? Well, I think most people, Los Angeles know where Galagetza is. It's on Olympic there in South Koreatown. I went for the first time for a Taste of LAFC um, segment or a feature that we did. And it's heavy meats. It's got uh, a lot of these delicious spices, you said, the moles. It's something unique. I think anytime you get a chance to try that, you should. So if you're trying it for the first time or not, come down in, have fun. The prizes are really cool. I know we said, why don't we have a raff? We have a, uh, a trivia. And you said, great, let's do it. And then you came back with all these incredible. Get some these are not. These are. You will really like these, and you'll get a chance to win it. So come here, three and six o'clock. This is on Saturday, October the nineteenth. And uh, I would encourage you if you if you like the pot, if you like the club, if this you know goes well. The club sees it. They're going to see this as a viable thing, and we can start to really push it out as something that can connect us and the club and the team and the players, the fans, the supporters, the community, and um, just more cool stuff that you can do that's on the calendar. Yeah, hang out, listen to the podcast, have great food. What we're saying is come for the food, stay for the podcast, because the food is phenomenal. Yeah. People, like like you said, people that know LA food already know Gilligetsa and how good it is. So come, hang out. They have a little stage. There's going to be an area where we're all going to be um, but yeah, the, as if this does really well, 
who knows what yeah. the next one will be? Who knows where it'll be? Who knows the kind of guests we'll have? Who knows the kind of prizes we have? These are this is like a test run. So if you if we do a, a really great test run and we get people to show up, um, the the sky's the limit on the cool stuff that we can do. I'm gonna also say if anyone from Expo Originals, because I sat with you guys at free play after the game against Colorado, and we had a beautiful rendition of Cielito Lindo. If we can all come back here, we can do it from Galagetza and put it on the podcast. I think that's a public amazing. domain, that song at this point. Oh, it's Who's be. going to claim that? We yeah. can sing it. All right, so if anyone's there and we were there, let's recreate it. So that's Saturday. And then Sunday's insane. I mean, you've got to pace yourself here. So we, we encourage you to go to both. But Sunday on the 20th, it's the LAFC Playoff Rally, mm-hmm. which you'll get more details in the next couple of days, I am sure, on LAFC.com. Yes. And this is a full day affair. We It, it starts at 2 the yes. rally at the Christmas Tree Lane. How much information can I give? I would love I to think, give it all. Yeah, two, two or three. Uh, a rally. I don't. We don't even have every single thing that's going to be going on, but we know that one. We know that you and I are going to be hosting. Uh, that's a great start. That's kind of cool. Uh, I believe there's going to be bands. Um, music. There's going to be some kind of music. Um, there are obviously, as all cool things that go down at Christmas Tree Lane, uh, we will have definitely some surprises. Uh, but we want to make a big, big day out of it, really, because. It's not just the playoff rally to kick that off. We're going we're gonna to then stay, head over to free play, you and I. We're going to watch that game, Minnesota Galaxy, basically the, the consequential game that we're going to mostly care about because it's who we'll play against. You can watch the game with us. Talk, right. l- talk a little trash. We'll talk a little bit. Just kind of hang out and watch a we're game. Watching, we're going to sit down as fans. We can talk. We can break down what's going on. We can talk about the MLS Cup playoffs. For those two hours, we're, we are all together watching that Minnesota and LA Galaxy. This is, I, I, is really compelling. When have we had a chance to sit there and watch our opponent and do it as a club and see and then immediately talk? Immediately afterwards, yeah. we're going to talk about it. In- instant analysis. We can do it. Yeah, we can talk tactics. Uh, we can talk fun stuff. We can talk anything. I mean, and this will be like on a stream. We'll put on some of our social yeah. media handles, so we can do it from free play where we can. Discuss I would say that. this: I normally watch the games alone. Come and see why. <laughs> it's kind of weird because <laughs> I, I I could get feisty, and yes. we, we might there might be some things. There might be some uh, blue language. Um, so I would come on out. I would come on out for both those things. Make a whole day of it. Instant analysis: of who who our playoff opponent is, and then basically, I mean, this is to get you ready. The, the week yeah. has started. Yes. That, that playoff rally will start basically our official. We uh, will educate you. We'll give you all the details. Yeah, our official entrance, I believe, into the 2019 playoffs. We'll consider it that Sunday. Think about it. Immediately after the game, you could talk about it. You can participate. We'll take some questions. Uh, we could tweet from there. We could do whatever you want. And you will have all that information. You go to bed Sunday night. You'll wake up. I got it. I'm ready. I'm ready for the 24th. Yeah. That's the idea, right? That is the idea. Yeah, to get you no, I mean get you pumped because look, we we've, we've been kind of quiet, we've been kind of silent in the in the time in between. So this is this seize is, this time. This is to remind you, hey, we've got we've got a big game coming up. We have got a lot going on. Um, so let's kick it off, right? Right, because once we are in the playoffs, and it's it's if the playoff uh, duration goes two games or three games, it's all going to happen very fast. Twenty fourth, 29th, and then MLS Cup November tenth. Hopefully, it's here. So. Buckle up, because it could be a real quick ride, or it could be a nice long one. Sit back, relax, put on some nice tunes. Maybe some Thin Lizzy. Ooh. <laughs> now that we got all that out of the way, <laughs> let me say this. Okay, so this podcast has mostly been promotional. Um, we wanted to tell you a lot about what's going on Saturday, Sunday. You can have a whole weekend with Max and I in LAFC. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see people. As Max has been saying, I haven't been out and 
you know about with I'm the just public. You so grief. I'm really I'm really excited to see everybody. Uh, but let's we're gonna also have Stephen Beta Shore as our second segment of this podcast. But let's get into the oh what, yes, what, Stephen. I think this the reason we want to do it, Stephen, is just real quickly, is just to talk about what these guys do here. This is obviously a long stretch, and you've got to remain razor sharp when the playoffs begin. That's a challenge, but. We'll tell, he'll probably tell you why LFC is doing everything in their power to make sure that they have that, that edge. Yeah, I can't. Three-time Supporter Shield winner, MLS Cup winner. I can't think of anybody else that would be better placed to kind of give us an idea to, to do like a pre, pre-invitation to the playoffs. He's going to, like we said, Saturday, Sunday is going to get you, we're going to officially welcome you to the playoffs. But this will be kind of just a little bit of what's been going on behind the scenes to let you know how these guys are getting prepared. But the important thing, Max, yes. is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We talk a lot of music. We talk to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We before. always have at least one segment where we talk about something that has nothing to do with what most people come to us for. But I, I do get a lot of people that say, hey, I love the music stuff. Someone the said they've been listening to Circle Jerks because they heard it all here. I did see I did. Someone see that. said I listened to the Circle Jerks all I week. I like the amount of people that said, excuse me, what are the Circle Jerks, Max? And they are an actual band. It's not Max is not just L.A. Royalty. Stuff. They are L.A. Keith Morris, great. Great DJ. He used to DJ on some of those like pirate radio stations back in the day. You remember really his cool voice. Stuff. Oh, yeah, you'd know him. Well, you know him. He's got the dreadlocks. Oh, and he sounds like he's complaining about everything. Knees. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he was. He was. So was his music. <laughs> but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame every year is, it shouldn't even be called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore, but yeah. the, the announcement of who is up to be inducted is in this year, and there's some great names. I think, they, I, think, I think almost all of them should be in. Okay. Of the 16, you could make a, yeah, you a give, really good you, you argument. You give your case for why this interests you, and I'll tell you why it interested me. All right. So I always go there, and there's a lot of my bands that get overlooked. And it's, it, it, that list is going down, including who just performed at Bank of California Stadium, Iron Maiden, who can't even get on one of these lists, let alone uh, they get never voted. Been? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe they have. I apologize. But they're not getting in. They're not being viewed, even though their influence is huge. This Maybe they've been a little too exclusive with all of this. All right, so this interests me because I want to see the 16 teams. <laughs> Max is laughing. We, by the way, we're at training again, and training is over. So for people that think that we maybe got kicked out again, it's not, not, that's not the case. Yes, no. We, just, so, uh, we hide away so that we can't get kicked out, first of all. Yeah, we're and in the second, middle of it. We are somewhat welcome members. Yes, of training of the training we're trusted people here until we can't be trusted yes. <laughs> okay but back to what you were saying about all right so 16 people and what it, what interests me is as I, I i yearn for it to go well i mean i take for i i see the work that goes into music i want it i know i shouldn't get caught up in the rock hall of fame but i do and i saw roxy music make it last year which was great and that was a band that was probably on the cusp that was very influential you may yeah. not know them about them i know roxy music everyone, yeah you do i do everyone that you bring up i'm surprised that they're actually not already in it right so the criteria is that they have to be in from 1994 their their album had to be released so that's not a huge sample size you could almost wait for that and that brings in a lot of younger bands like pearl jam deserves to be in it but they got in like 2 years ago i'm like wait a minute it's, Pearl Jam got it. They got in already. I go. They, they should be are now in. Yeah, they, they should. They there should be a process. You see some of these bands that have been at it for 40, 50 years and are still at it. Not to have to be busy. Your music could have been uh, two or three albums, as is the case of the notorious B.I.G., who's on the ballot. I wouldn't deny him being in there because of the influence he's had, even though his sample size of music was smaller compared to, say, a Motorhead who's on there. Who How has is Motorhead eight, just now getting on there? I don't know. And Lemmy died recently, so I figured that was a no-brainer. But I doubt that gets in. I think that's that's kind of the outside looking in. That here, that's my problem with the Rock and Roll of Fame. It seems like when somebody happens to sadly pass away, is when they go posthumously. Have you, have you heard about a band called Motorhead? Maybe we should put them in. 
Where have you guys been? Who's picking this list? Well, Thin Lizzy can't explain that. Thin Lizzy, <laughs> I thought they were in already. Thin Lizzy T-Rex. Both, Both thought been. they were in already. Have found. I found out, my problem with this list is I found out today that this is the first time that those bands have been considered to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Thin Lizzy and T-Rex, I... I feel like I just can rest my case on that. Mark Bolton. Phil Lynn has been dead. They've all been both been dead a while, They've so your your death factor doesn't really play a factor. They've both been dead. Mark Bolin is one of those rock stars that died before 30. I think he actually died a couple days before his 30th birthday in a car accident. Uh, I love T-Rex. I'm a big T-Rex fan. I so this see that. this really hurts my feelings. Let me say this. At one point, the Beatles had just broken up. The Stones were kind of uh, in exile, literally. T-Rex was the biggest band in the entire world bigger than the beatles bigger than uh, well it was before bowie a lot of, i mean look i love david bowie but he's a chameleon and does a good job of yeah taking, i can't argue that borrowing things and t-rex had a big big t-rex that's insane t-rex and the velvet <laughs> underground are basically you combine those things and that's how you get ziggy stardust so how a t-rex and then of course then lizzie phil and i mean this we're talking about an irish dude Black Irish Black dude. Black Irish dude that has a statue in the middle of Dublin. Yes. That's a big deal. He's as revered in Ireland, which is, has as good of a music um, history and legacy as almost every country, with the exception of maybe England and the United States. Also played bass on So Alone, the Johnny Thunders album. That's fantastic. That Steve Jones and uh, Cookie played on the from the Sex Pistols, which is awesome because there's a song called London Boys, and it's Johnny Thunders making fun of the Sex yeah. Pistols and while getting Sex Pistols. I love that era. On that. There was a Johnny Thunders thing on Amazon. I couldn't get through it, but it's, it's out there. Wa- I watched it just because I'm a big Thunders fan, but it's hard to get it's through. It's hard. A lot of those uh, Amazon documentaries are hard. So the T-Rex thing drives me crazy. I'm not as big of a T-Rex fan as you are, but every time I see a documentary of music and I watch it, you hear every band say how influential they were. I saw something with Duran Duran. They said it. David Bowie said it. Iggy Pop said that he looked at T-Rex and was inspired. I'm like, when you hear guys like that mention that, that's that's your cue. They shouldn't even be on the ballot. They shouldn't be. Aren't they there plenty of bands that gotten in that were just put in? Like I Chuck Berry, so. I would assume, did not have to be voted in on the ballot. I'm not saying T-Rex is Chuck Berry level, but yeah. we're not far off, especially compared to what's it? Whitney Houston. Should be in, but again, there's like some loose Sh- lines blurred in. there. I mean, Pat MC5 Benatar. have been on there for five. I don't think for five ballots. I like the MC5, and they're influential. Better than MC5. All right, my biggest issue is they're not going to get in. Is Kraftwerk, and Kraftwerk uh, is the most influential band in history. It is one of your top three bands, right, Max? Yes, but it created. It helped create rap. It helped create modern RB and all that. And electronica. It was the starting point. All the electronic music you hear was started by Kraftwerk. Watch the uh, Jimmy Iovini and Dr. Dre documentary, and Dr. Dre will spell out. He's a lot cooler than I am. That's his number one influence was Kraftwerk. That's all you know. The biggest producer of all time, well, right there along with uh, uh, Brian Eno. You're looking at a guy who says Kraftwerk. So I know Kraftwerk's not going to get it because they're kind of this weird German band and no one's heard of them. But their influence is huge, but we'll see. So uh, that's it. But these there's older our, bands aren't going to make six it. Six minutes of rock and roll sandwich between. That's see. This is why we have beta on for second. So if you wanted to fast forward, you can. You can. There's still plenty of show. Good show for those people that actually want to listen to soccer stuff. All right. But f- we need to get our rock and roll takes out, and this is the best place. To there's do a it. ballot here. There's a fan. I'm filling it out. Max is literally filling out his fan ballot as we go. Hey, how many picks? Can you pick all of them if you really want it? No, you can't. No. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, five. five. You get. So five I went picks. Depeche Mode, Judas Priest. 
Croftwork, Motorhead, Thin Lizzy. I'm gonna. Out- I gotta put T Rex. He he he's he's got Dave Matthews as one of his picks. No, I don't. No, I don't. Dave Matthews should be in there. It's not my oh. cup of tea, but oh, who do I, I get rid end of? This podcast right now for you saying that Dave Matthews should be in. The who do I get rid of for T Rex? Because I know they have to be there. Okay, who do you have? Tepesh Mode, okay. Judas Priest, Croftwork, Motorhead, Thin Lizzy. I'm just gonna vote. That's tough. So you guys vote for T Rex, all right? I'm voting. That's tough, because I would say Judas Priest. You can but vote they daily were, on Google. They were pioneers in their genre. It's too know. late. I voted. I'm, I'm depressed <laughs> now. We're gonna have to. Maybe maybe we should we should uh, wrap up our our talk. But let me remind you guys again. Saturday, Gilligetza live podcast. We're basically gonna be doing it between. Between three and five, Max will be there. The, the actual taping will be between four and five. We have prizes. There will possibly be uh, some some deals uh, for you to eat. The food is fantastic regardless, and maybe some special guests. Then Sunday, playoff rally, Christmas tree lane. If you've been out to a tailgate, you know what it's like on Christmas tree lane. Max and I will be hosting. There will be music, other cool stuff, more to come. This is stuff. We're basically just previewing this for you. We're these are save the dates almost. We're yes, nineteenth and twentieth. Your weekend plans are locked away. Yeah, and at Gelegetsa, you can come in and you can have your weekend evening there. And you're in Koreatown. You might have already been planning on going to Gelegetsa. You're in the Koreatown area. That's a great place to yep. be on a Saturday night. Yep. We set the table and we'll share. We'll we'll break bread. We'll break uh, meat really because it's just meat on top of meat. Delicious Oaxacan fare. I can't wait. I'm gonna All be right. I'm gonna be in a wheelbarrow on Sunday. Exciting stuff. All right, so uh, we're going to leave it there. We got a little off our chest. We are going to talk to Stephen Bainashore here shortly on Inside LAFC Max and Vince podcast. Please do not forget to leave a review, subscribe and rate us. And uh, if you tell me your review and I see you out this weekend, someone's getting a cold one. Yeah. We're back here on Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast. Always thrilled to be joined by one of our very good friends, not from the, just the team, but in our podcast space, Stephen Betashore. Hello, Stephen. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. We are thrilled to have you on. As always, um, by the way, our uh, jacuzzi part two with you in there is done, is done great. Some rave people. reviews. I have a feeling that the <laughs> folks at Jacuzzi are going to come back with like, look, we want to do this all the time. Yeah. I, either that or some sort of sponsorship because uh, just for... For us too, I think. Uh, yeah, we, yeah we've the most viewed on their on their <laughs> social media, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it was fun. a lot of ease. Why'd you put your head down when I brought up the jacuzzi? Because yeah. I just thought of you and no shirt on, Max. And <laughs> it's, I did extra sit-ups before point. doing that for that very reason, <laughs> and they were still hidden under the water. Well, exactly. <laughs> I've been I've I've been with Max on set of like the Black and Gold show, and he'll do push-ups before just get a good pump. Yeah. In. So I'm, I can imagine what you did before you went in that jacuzzi. But maybe yeah, maybe. Look, there's always room for niches in podcasts. So maybe a Beta Max Jacuzzi podcast. I'm just throwing out there. That's a that's a free a that's a free yeah. idea for the sponsor. It's perfect. It's uh, perfect. But Beta, the real reason we brought you here is obviously we're getting close to the time of where we're gonna find out who your opponent is and where you guys are gonna actually uh, play a game. Uh, can you just give us a little bit of idea of what it's been like in in this downtime? Like what we felt like you guys. I mean, I've gotten to see you guys, but I'm sure fans kind of feel like you guys maybe disappeared. But we know you guys have been working. So what what has it been like in this downtime? What has been uh, maybe your focus or just like the the core thing you've been holding on to as you're waiting kind of in the wilderness to know who you're going to play? Yeah, uh, obviously that final game at the bank was a special one. 
you know, not only did we win, but we broke the single season points record. And so guys were thrilled. Obviously, uh, you know, earlier uh, in the month we had won Supporters Shield, so we were regular season champions. So it was uh, it was a it was a like a mentally tolling stretch as far as the games and uh, you know some of the results and to have finally finished the season and just take a deep breath. Uh, you know, obviously Bob gave us a couple of days off and everyone can just mentally relax. I think it was good. Um, and, and guys are, are back in training and, and refresh mentally, physically, and uh, we're getting after it and we're just getting ready to see who our opponent's going to be. But that's a, that has to take a certain toll because a, you had the supporter shield celebration and you know, you look at that, there was the, the finality of being the best team in the regular season and being awarded a trophy. And then you had breaking all the record books what is the trick on keeping ignited with with especially after going two through two, you mentioned the, maybe not playing the way LFC played earlier, but you certainly did those last two games. It looked like a team that was playoff ready. What what is the trick there to stay completely focused after playing so well? I, I think the the main component in that is just being mentally fresh. Uh, you know, the season's a grind. It's it's a long season. You're going from you know January from preseason all the way until you know October so uh, it's it's not like uh, it's a short quick season and you know before you know the playoffs are here no it's a, it's a long season you have international breaks you have all these other you know open cup um, you have different aspects of the season that just takes a toll mentally so uh, to, to be able to get that by and to get uh, you know a couple extra days off I think the guys absolutely loved it um you know a couple guys being banged up or whatever are able to just fully recover so not just mentally but physically everyone's feeling so much better um and then you get that excitement back you know that you get that that joy to be back on the field and and do work but if imagine if you were tired and you're just like oh this is so long we don't get any days off uh that part's you know tiring you know guys are fatigued from that mentally and physically so the fact that we did get that break i think it's really good guys are energized and and buzzing to to get back to our game that's interesting because we talk about the physical demands and you want your body to tip top shape but it almost is like all right i go to cabo for a week and i've been working a lot and then when i come back i'm as productive as i have been mm-hmm. than weeks prior because i had that clarity yeah. is that something is that something comparable here yeah um you know I don't know if guys are going to Cabo or anything, but <laughs> but but you know we have Bob. They're not going to Cabo. Yeah. Just that was my example. <laughs> but you know maybe a staycation somewhere in L.A. or you know go to Santa Barbara or something. Just have two days to just unwind. You don't have to come come to the training facility, come to the field, and and do all the treatment that people don't necessarily uh, see. But it's part of our routine every day, and that that that's the exhausting part. Doing that every single day, you know, post training, getting all the treatment. Getting in the ice baths, you know, people think getting in the ice baths is fun. It's not. It's cold. It's miserable. Uh, and you are just counting the seconds to get out. So you have two days of not having to do that. And you're like, oh, I feel so much like mentally, I feel so much better and so refreshed. So now when I get back to the training facility, uh, you see a little, uh, a little jump in everyone's step. You know, a little skip to their step and. Guys look better. Guys look refreshed. You look at guys' faces; they're they're smiling more, and everyone's happy again, which is good. Yeah. Well, we talked a little bit about having the clarity, having the break. Um, for those that don't know, you guys kind of you guys have like a cycle where they try to ramp you guys up, yeah. uh, and then they bring you back down just a little bit before the game, and then try to ramp you back up. That's yeah. kind of the the performance team. That's what they've yeah. 
put for you guys. It's worked so well throughout the season. So at this point, where are you guys at kind of in that cycle? Are we still on the, the ramp up or are you guys getting to, to the peak? Where where are you feeling physically in that in that cycle? Yeah, so we, we obviously have a great medical staff, performance staff. Uh, they do a great job. They've done a great job all season. So uh, right now is a time in the season where we don't have a game. So they're probably going to treat it similar to during the season where they're going to ramp us up and then we'll have probably a, you know an inner squad uh, game where we can open up the field and really – uh, get after it and, and open up our legs and then they'll bring us back down and then they'll again right before our match on Thursday bring us up until till Wednesday bring us down and then be flying on Thursday so they do a great job of making sure everyone's in tip-top shape and uh, performing at a very very high level. Where are you at on watching the games? Will you uh, will you spend the weekend watching any of the oh, games, yeah. or will you wait to will the you film watch session? All four on Saturday. Uh, if they're not overlapping, yes, I will watch yeah. all four. Yeah. They better not be over. Watch the playoffs. Yeah. That would be a, a mistake to have it, them. It would be. I'm pretty sure uh, they're not. But first one starts at 10 a.m. First one starts at 10 a.m. Pacific time, which is Atlanta, New England, I believe. Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure far. You know, some people are like, did you watch all the Champions League? And I'm like, oh, we actually on the field training during some of the Champions League games. But, uh, yeah, as long as we're not at training, I'll be I'll be watching. Yeah, open, yeah. open the oh, – pull the curtain back a little bit. What is this Stephen Betashore way of watching games? I, I can tell you this. I, I can let you know on my process because I'm Italian, so we yeah. watch them alone. Uh, we watch it basically in the dark and just praying. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you see, this is how Italians watch the game. You always, and this is probably to the sensibilities of why everyone thinks that Italian players are always uh, defensive and whatever. Yeah. We always just figure the worst actual thing is going to happen. I know you're not actually playing in the game, but how do you wa- how do you yeah. watch the games when you watch? I watch it differently. Uh, you know, it's on. It's always on. And I might have two. I might have something on TV, and I might have something on an iPad. But uh, I I watch it differently. I I kind of just study the game. I don't really care for the results. I'm just watching typically what's going on around the ball. I don't really – I'm not looking at like, oh, that was a nice goal. No, I'm kind of looking at all the play in between and seeing, um, you know, where players are, what players are doing, and I'm dissecting a lot. So I watch it differently. I don't watch it for the enjoyment of, oh, this team won 2 nothing or something. Yeah, so it's not it's not fun watching with me. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the Beta Shore household yeah. for uh, MLS playoff yeah. Saturday. Yeah. There's some guys you're pulling for, obviously, and, and just see all the. It's it's got to be thrilling. What, what do you, what do you make of this new playoff format? I I kind of like it actually. Um, now that it's here, I'm kind of I'm really getting into it, especially for that first weekend. Yeah, uh, it, it was just it was too much of a grind. Too many games before the home and away, and it kind of took away. I felt like the advantage, and people will disagree with this. You'll have a million arguments, uh, which way is better or not. Um, I've I've played in knockout games, and I've played in games where you have two legs, home and away. Um, and so I just think like, you know what, you're only playing at our place. We're not playing at your place. So if you, you can beat us at our place, uh, hats off to you. Um, you know, and, and this is why you play the sport. Some days you just get unlucky and even though you dominate, you don't get the result. And I understand that, you know, one in a hundred, one in a million, it happens, but, uh, more often than not. I'm pretty sure I'm taking us at the Bank of California Stadium to beat anybody. To beat anybody. We know it's going to be Minnesota or the Galaxy. And we, we talked to Bob about preparing for teams. He goes, by and large, the message has been, this is the way we play. And if teams want to adapt to that, so be it. Yeah. These are two very different teams. It will be two different, different challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, is there anything in there with preparing for one and the other? And has there any chatter come up? I imagine it has about potentially getting a shot at the Galaxy. Uh. 
not really as far as the chatter goes um i think we'll really prepare once the result is final with their game uh obviously we've seen both teams twice this year um and they do have different styles for sure uh but i don't like to to root for one team or the other because it's like the second you get that team all of a sudden they're gonna go and you know hand it to you so for me whoever we get is who we get and uh, i'm confident in our team i mean we we set the single season record mark for a reason you know we we won 21 games for a reason we had the best offense for a reason we had the best defense for a reason uh we're gonna play our football we're gonna take it to whoever it is i don't care if it's Minnesota, I don't care if it's Galaxy, and we're gonna take it to them. They're coming to to our home, and no one's gonna no one's gonna take it to us at our home. Can you expand on that just a little bit? How refreshing that is, because we we have Bob say it a lot, and I think a lot of people get tired of us saying it. We're like, you guys, you're gonna play your game, you're gonna do this. But can you just talk from the because you we initially started with the mental perspective. When you go, and I don't know if you've been on teams in the past where you've had managers that say that are so tactical that. You know, you, you hear about like a guy like Unai Emery who gives them whole packets on the opposition and here's what they do, here's this, here's that. And it's almost no talk about what you do. Mm-hmm. So how refreshing is it to be on a team where, yeah, you guys are going to talk about some tactical aspects of either whether it's a Galaxy or Minnesota. But yeah. by and large, 90% of it is going to be, guys, if we do the things that we've been doing, not just for this season, two years now, yeah. um, we will be successful. Is, is that refreshing as a player? Is that nice? Um, especially, like I said, especially when you say that it's been a grind, mm-hmm. a mental grind. So now, to know an opponent, you know, within a couple of days and know you're going to play them, is it nice to just know we're going to rely on the things we're good at? We're not going to try to throw a whole new game plan together. Yeah, it, it really is because I've been on teams where we're so focused on the opponent and you know what formation they're playing, what style they like to play, and then we're changing formations and. We're changing our style, and you know that's just that's part of football. I understand some some coaches, some teams, I like that. But to be on a team where we kind of we stick to our guns and we're like, look, this is our football that we play, this is our style that we play, and every single week, and and the even more impressive part is even on the road, we we go on the road and we play the same style that if we were at home. Uh, obviously, we look better at home. You know, anytime you have your home crowd behind you uh, and your field, yeah, everything's nice field, just a little yeah, yeah, everything's a little bit better at home, but. We still, we, we always try to take it to any team, and uh, it's, it's really refreshing to be on a team like that that's confident and always just plays their, their football, and, um, and it's, it's worked, and it, it will continue to work. So we ask you guys a lot just because we're a newer team, but what to expect? You've played through one uh, home playoff game. Um, you've told me that it's what's fueled this season mm-hmm. uh, just from, from start to finish. It's, mm-hmm. It seems like everything you've fallen back on uh, when you guys were going for the points record, it was like, well, we didn't plan to do this, but we just always thought back to that RSL game, mm-hmm. and that's what has pushed you. So now looking forward, what, what, can we, what do you expect? Uh, do you expect it to be bigger, louder, better than it was the time before? What, what can we expect this time? And what's going to be different? Is, are you guys going to feel a little, maybe a little more comfortable because it's the second time? You're in a, a knockout a playoff game at, at home? Yeah. Uh, guys are so excited just to finally reach the playoffs, and our goal has always been to win MLS Cup. Um, and we know we have a good team. And obviously you can now look at the season and say, oh, you're right, you do have a good team. But just to, to finally be at that moment of the season where it's the playoffs and we're going to be at home, we don't have to play on the road. Um, you know, guys are just thrilled and anxious, really, just to get on the field. Um, 
and and play our style and yeah guys are confident because you have that experience from last year you know maybe those uh two three little mistakes that um can cost you a playoff series you know we saw it last year so now we can just tighten up the screws just a little bit um but guys are confident knowing that you know we're we're a damn good team we're playing at home in front of our crowd on our field and we're confident where you know we have the best home record in mls so guys are definitely confident i remember talking to you right after that real salt lake game i'll never forget it because <laughs> you're the you're always so welcoming and nice and when i talked it was like transformation you were the disappointment was yeah. etched on your face and i was afraid to ask you anything yeah. but i asked you anyway uh-huh. but i remember but hey steven we're gonna wish you the best of luck it must be nice not have to, to not have to pack a bag the postseason's already one week old it'll be two and a half weeks old before you play you might be playing longer don't have to go to the airport yeah good living no, congratulations no, no. you earned that yeah it was it was a long season but we earned that you're, you're right and now we earned to play in front of our fans at uh thank california stadium so we're excited for that Pal, we really appreciate your time. This is really interesting. I know the people who listen to the podcast will be interested to see what's what you guys are going through. And it sounds like you guys are really prepared. We look forward to taking the field on 24th. Enjoy this weekend yes. at the uh, Beta Shore Ponderosa watching MLS <laughs> Cup playoff games. Inside LFC, remember, Saturday, Sunday, we will uh, we'll post on Twitter on the LFC account all the details. See if you can make both days. Make one of them for sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, just uh, the next step towards what we're doing here on the content side of LAFC. Stephen Betashore, thanks again. Any last thoughts for you? Just a couple thumbs up from LAFC Vince. All right, we'll see you next time. Get ready for the postseason.